Hey guys, it's me. Happy Friday. Friday. Woo! Love Friday. Um, it is pretty outside here in Lumberton, Texas. Uh, yesterday was pretty too. The weather is cool. Um, very mild. Got down into the 30s last night. Like So we had like, what, three days of winter. Woohoo! But hey, I'm not complaining. I'm going to take it because, you know, you know me and cold weather. Like, I can't get enough. So... Um, I hope that you are going to have a great weekend. We are going to have a great weekend. My son, Riley, shout out to Riley if you're listening. His 23rd birthday was Wednesday of this week. So he lives in Austin. And so my parents and I are going to drive up and spend the weekend with him. So I'm really excited about that. He is um, in a really fun um, time in his life. And he's just uh, just kind of looking at apartments and, you know, starting a new job. So anyway, we're, I'm really excited to get to go and be with him this weekend and do all the things. So I hope that your weekend is going to be great too. Uh, Leave me a comment. Let me know what you're doing. Leave me a comment. Did y'all get that part? Leave me a comment. Someone leave me a comment. I mean, come on, just one person. All you have, just, I just need one comment. One comment on my podcast would just be amazing. So if you're listening, please be that person that will leave me a comment. Just leave me a comment. Just leave, you know, just leave me a comment. So I think, I think that's pretty clear. Um, well, today I want to talk to you. I'm kind of, um, I don't know if I'm wrapping up this idea or, um, if I'm just, if I will have a few more things to say maybe next week about it. But, um, if you read my blog post, it was called, um, if you remain silent, if you remain quiet, one of the two, um, it was, it was inspired, I think, by my study of Esther, which I just started. Um, I, I, okay, a little sidebar. So, like, I, I am, I'm doing um, three, three, three Bible studies right now. I think I've lost my mind. I don't know. No, actually, I'm really enjoying, really enjoying them. Um, I've been doing a long, a long-term study of the book of John, and I started that in the fall. Uh, with a really good friend of mine, shout out to Carrie, uh, who is the original Bible nerd, that's what I call her, and um, check her out on Facebook if you haven't, it's hashtag becoming a Bible nerd, or she's got um, videos on YouTube, she's amazing, wonderful uh, Bible teacher, she just knows how to, you know, divide the word and just really um, teach it in a beautiful way, so anyway, um, I've been doing that one, and then we started, I started one um, on Esther about two weeks ago. Um, I'm really familiar with um, some aspects of the story of, of Esther, and I mean really John too, but you know, John, you, I can never get enough of John. If you've never studied John, do it, do it, do it. But um, Esther, I'm familiar with the story, you know, about this young young um, Jewish girl that shows in Queen, but I've never really studied it. And so I'm really getting a lot out of it. This is a, a community Bible study, Joy Community Bible study. Shout out to Jenny Hamilton, if she's listening. Um, that are studying that. So I just really felt like it was a really good time, um, you know, in my ministry, in my life to study Esther. And I'm really enjoying it. And I'm also just this week have started a study of Galatians. Go figure. I don't even know. And I, you know, of the three books, I guess I know the least about Galatians, but so far everybody's in trouble. So I don't know if you've read Galatians, but the Galatians were in trouble with Paul. He was not at all happy with them. Anyway, (coughs) sorry. Another sidebar is I am still congested. Um, yeah, still congested, sick in New York, sick all last week and just sort of like, I don't know, 75% this week. So if I cough and sputter, you'll have to forgive me. But anyway, now I'm, I'm really regressing. I'm going to get back to what I was talking about, which was Esther. And, you know, I guess, um, 
if you if you know anything about Esther's story, I, I think the phrase that really jumps out at everybody, and it's a great one, a great one for all of us, and it and it you know just says perhaps you you know you are here for such a time as this, and yeah, I mean that's a great phrase and. You know, we all have a purpose. I mean, I could go and do a whole podcast episode about that. And, you know, every single person, um, really every single person, this is what I think anyway, created by God has, has a purpose. But especially if you're a believer, we have a purpose. You know, we're not just like taking up space. You know, we're not just matter. Um, while we're here, we have we have stuff to do. And, um, you know, God chooses to, to do stuff through us. And so that's a really great line and a really great study and a really great thing to think about in your own life. But um, what really jumped out at me as I was studying this week, I was studying that chapter, chapter four in Esther. And it, and when Mordecai tells her the whole thing, maybe you were you know here just for a time such as this, he opens that whole little section by saying, you know, because she had come back to him and was like, look, I can't do anything. You know, the king hasn't summoned me for 30 days. Um, I could get my head chopped off, so I'm not really into that. So I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And he comes back with, if you remain silent. And basically what he says is, you know, if you if you don't step out and do this thing that you were probably put on the throne to do, you know, the Jews will be saved through another means, but you and your family will die. And I just thought, wow, it just jumped out at me if you remain silent. And and um, I've just, you know, been struggling. I talked a little bit about this on my blog post. I've just been struggling with scheduling and trying to get, you know, trying to make time. I mean, it really is about making the time. It's, it's, not, it's not so much, oh, I don't have time, but I just allow a lot of other things to get in my way of sitting down and writing, you know, or, or even, you know, and just like, you know, you know, I'll have a, something that crosses my mind and be like, Ooh, you know, that'd be a great blog post. Somebody probably needs to hear that. I know I needed to hear that. So I need to share that. And it's just been a struggle. You know, I've been working at home now for, I guess, since, well, I guess technically since, um, June, but you know, um, officially since probably August, and I'm finding it difficult. Like I'm finding there's not a lot of accountability for me. And I'm, I'm finding that, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm just finding it hard. I'm finding it hard to, to, to find a schedule that really works for me as far as being able to sit down and put the time that I really need to, that I really want to into my writing. And I'm, I'm the kind of person that I get too many things um, on my plate. And some of that stuff you know, is, is something that I do to myself. And some of that is just, you know, being part of a a marriage, being part of a family, you know, my husband depends on me to do a lot uh, of the stuff, you know, that needs to get done in our lives. And then you add in, you know, you know, family, you know, obligations, and then you add in, you know, church, and then you add in the stuff that you really want to do, like go have lunch with your friend or go shopping or whatever. And so it's been a struggle for me. And, and you know, that's one of the things that my, Robert and I talked about when, when I decided to leave the classroom was, you know, this is not going to be easy for you, Shara, because you are a people person and you, this, this whole thing by yourself all the time and everything, that's going to be tough. Like I, you know, I don't like silence. Like I'm a white noise person. I, I'm a person, I, I like to be around people. I like talk. So, so it's just kind of been, you know, difficult to figure out how to make all this happen. And so I was, um, I had a meeting with my um, consultant, shout out to Melissa, I love her so much. And so we were just talking about that and just talking about, you know, how this has to be, you know, my job. Like I have to like really um, 
just hallow certain hours of the day. And like, unless your house is on fire, don't call me. Unless, you know, dad, if you have a heart attack, okay, you can call me. But other than that, you know, I need this time just to be specific. And so um, I was really looking at that as a, a scheduling problem in the beginning. Like, and you know, just really feeling you know, kind of like a lot of self-condemnation there, just like, you are such a loser, you know, you can't make this happen, you can't, you can't, um, you can't sit down and write, you know, you say you're a writer, how could, how, how can you be a writer when you're not writer, you know, just all these different things, and um, so then I got into this study of Esther, and I got to this chapter four, and it says, if you remain silent, and all these bad things are going to happen, and I just thought, you know, it's so much bigger than just a scheduling problem, you know, it's so much bigger, it's like, I mean, this, this is my calling. Like, I really believe that I have a message. And if I'm not making myself turn everything off in my brain, you know, like steal off the rest of the house, you know, whatever it is I have to do, um, to, to get these words out, then, then I have to do that. You know, it's not like, oh, well, you know, if I have time, I'll write a blog post tomorrow. No, it's become this, this very, um, almost tangible, very real thing to me that this is what I am. This is what I was put on this earth to do kind of a thing. And if I don't do it, you know, the, the, the consequences for me and, you know, those that I love may be dire. And not that, not that that message wouldn't get out because just like Mordecai told Esther, God would use someone else. I mean, he just would. But I don't want that to happen. You know, I want, I want to be, I want to step into my calling. I want to be the person that does that because I'm the person that God's called to do, right? So, um, so I started down that little path this week for my own self, which was really great and really, um, just, you know, kind of stirred up that fire in me. Like, okay, no, this is something that, that, that you have to do. But then I even took it a step farther and I was thinking about, you know, the words that we say, whether we write them down on paper or put them out for the world to see on, you know, a blog or whatever, the words that we say to ourselves, the words that we say to each other, the words that we say to family and friends, the words that we say to complete strangers, they're important too. You know, and there are times, you know, when you feel that little nudge, I mean, I know this has probably happened to you guys, you know, you're in the, in the checking lane at the grocery store and, and you're, you know, you're, it's not your turn yet, but you're kind of watching and you can just tell, you know, that this checker's not having the best day. Right. And, um, and so, you know, just those little nudges that say, Hey, you need to speak a kind word to her. You need to engage her in conversation. You need to try to make eye contact, eye contact with her, find something, you know, like tell her you like her, you know, AGB shirt that she has to wear every time she wears. I mean, I don't know, you know, but I mean, those are, those are the important words too. Those are the important things too. And I feel like it's, it's even with our family and friends, our life is so hectic and nuts sometimes that we miss those opportunities to speak life into, into people. And, you know, I just have decided, and I mean, honestly, this has been a process for me probably over about the last couple of years, at least. Like, I, I believe that as a believer, the best thing that I can do to my family, my friends, myself, and even strangers in the world, people that don't, don't believe the way I believe, is to show the love of Christ. Because, you know, that's what changes people. You know, the, the Bible tells us that it's the kindness of God that draws us to repentance. And I mean, to me, it's like if you're not out there loving people, whatever that looks like in that particular instance, you're not, you're not doing the holy work. Like you're not, 
you're not doing the one thing that Jesus said people would know his followers by, and that was love, you know? And so, I mean, I've been really very conscious of that and just really trying, um, trying to, you know, trying to love, trying to love the people that I don't even know, trying to love the people that I do know that get on my very last nerve. And that's the, that's the hard part, you know? I mean, like, it's easy to love the checkers sometimes in the grocery line, and it is not that easy to love the your family member that is, like, on your very last nerve. So, um, that's been, that's been on my radar for several years now. And so now I just feel like this is the natural next step for me <clears throat> is just speaking, speaking those words, speaking life and not being afraid to just step out and, and, and say whatever I feel like it is I'm supposed to say. And just being so aware of those opportunities around me that happen all the time. And I'm so busy, hectic, distracted that maybe I'm just missing them you know? And so, I mean, my thing is this, I want that. Like if I'm having a bad day, if, if things are crazy, and I mean, I'll just be honest, your last couple of weeks have been tough. I mean, I've been sick. And then this, this week, you know, just with the whole, you know, my whole, my whole, what I'm supposed to be doing and writing, I mean, just kind of discouraged, like, kind of like, what is going on? You know, I can't seem to make this work. And so, I mean, I need that. Like I need those people in my life, like Melissa, that, you know, believe in me and are like, no, like you're not, you know, you're doing this. You, you, this is what you're called to do, meant to do. You're doing this and we just have to figure out how to make it happen. And so, you know, we've talked a lot about in this country, you know, I mean, obviously this is my opinion, but you know, we have a real problem with mental health. You know, I don't know how the rest of the world works theirs, but I just don't think ours is working. Um, and, and really, again, you know, it's so funny. It just comes down to love. I mean, you know, you talk about, you know, as a former, you know, teacher, you know, bullying is such a big deal. Bullying, oh, my kid's being bullied or my, your kid's bullying my, whatever, you know. And, it, and it, it really comes down to, you know, teaching our kids to love each other and to be accountable and, and you know, to not take, you know, the differences that you see in another child and use them against them, you know. And, and again, it, it all comes back to loving your neighbor, which is what Jesus said, you know, love God and then love your neighbor. And those are the two things to remember. If you do those two things, everything's great. I mean, just think about if we did that as a country, right? So I just feel like this whole thing about love and speaking love and speaking life. I mean, that could, that could make such a huge difference in the lives of people that are struggling with mental illness or even just having a time of, of depression, you know? it, you know, yes. And I get like, I get it. Like it's, it's, it's a whole big complicated thing, this mental health world. And, and it's, it's real. It's very real. And, you know, if you're out there right now and you're listening and you're struggling with that, you know, I'm praying for you. You know, I know that there's no easy fix, but what I'm saying from my standpoint is with, if I can just speak love, if I can just reach out and, you know, go on a limb, put myself out there, be transparent, be vulnerable, And try to speak life into your life. Sometimes that's all it takes. Sometimes it's just, you know, you know, giving that smile, giving that compliment or like, hey, you know, it looks like you're having a rough day today. I'm so sorry. Is there anything I can pray for you about? You know, just things like that, because I'm just I'm convinced that we get these opportunities all the time 
but we we just miss them or I'm, I'll speak for myself I miss them I miss them because I'm too distracted and I'm too tired and I'm just you know like running around with my hair on fire which is what I am normally doing and so we know that you know that words words about ourselves words to other people they have power and they can change things and so I just, you know, my thing is, I I don't want to miss those opportunities anymore. I want to be very diligent about, okay, I'm going into this store. Who do I need to talk to? Who is it that I need to to just smile at? You know, like, I mean, how many times do you see these, these poor women that just look like they're just on their last leg, you know, pushing that basket up and down the, the, the grocery store? Who knows what they're going through, you know? And I feel like it's my job as a believer to speak life into that situation. And so, you know, I'm going to do that. Like, I'm going to, I'm probably going to, you know, flub it up sometimes. I'm probably not going to do it perfectly. I'm absolutely not going to do it perfectly. But, you know, I can do it. And, and we just, we just don't know the impact that can have. You know, Jesus talked about, you know, in the Bible about the harvest and, you know, how some people were the, the, the people that planted the seed. Some people were the waters, and then there are people that were the the you know harvesters. And you, we just don't know. Like we just don't know the impact that we can have on the life of someone else. We may never know. Like we may never even get to be a part of, you know, this person. You know, had this conversation with me. They they with me. They prayed for me, and I went to church the next Sunday. And I, you know, whatever. I mean, we don't know. We may never know. And that's fine. I mean, I don't have to know. You know, I mean, it's cool when you get to be a part of the harvest. I mean, it's cool when you you get to hear the stories that people's lives were changed. But it doesn't, I mean, that's not the, that's not the point. The point is reaching out to people, taking the time to step into their world for a few minutes and try to be, try to be a light, you know, try to be somebody that has, has pulled a little bit of life into their death situation you know because we always we all go through those death situations we all go through those things in our lives that we just think you know god if you don't do something then i'm just gonna die i'm gonna die right here on the floor in the living room this is gonna be it you know and and again like i want that for me i want that person to come to me when i need that and so i've just decided you know i want that's the kind of person that i want to be and so i'm not going to remain silent you know and of course if you know me i'm not I'm not cycling anyway, but I, I want to be very, um, diligent. I want to be very, um, I want to take initiative. I, I want to go out and I want to be that person that will speak life into somebody else's situation. So that, that's, that's kind of been the week that has been, it's been a, a very enlightening for me, you know, studying those scriptures and, and being able to actually apply that to my life. And I think that is what is so cool about the book of Esther is, you know, I mean, I mean, let's just be real. Like some of the Old Testament books, like I don't even understand them. Okay. And I know they all have a place. It's all God's word, but you know, so many d- cultural differences and so many things that we kind of don't really even understand because we weren't there, you know, during that time period living in that area of the world. But you know, Esther, even though the situation is not exactly the same, you know, I can look at what Esther went through what the the choices that she had to make i mean you know she went before the king she could have she could have been sentenced to death right there but she did it you know she was willing you know her other scripture that's pretty famous is if i must die i die you know like if i go in before the king and he chooses to kill me i'll die knowing that i i was trying to save my people 
and so that's kind of how I feel you know like if if I step out and, and I try to you know make a difference and it doesn't go well you know what I was trying to do what what I thought I needed to do and I'm not going to remain silent just like she you know she decided she's just like you know what whatever happens happens but I'm not going to remain silent I'm I'm going to try to be the person that God's called me to be in this situation I'm going to try to be part of the solution here and that's what I want to do and I hope that that's what you want to do because that that's that's what the world needs you know i mean then again this is all you know this is this is my podcast i get to say what i want to say but i mean like i just feel like that's what our world needs our world needs more love we need to we need more people that are just willing to be present in in people that are struggling in their lives we need to be present we need to be there we need to speak words of life that we know we know them you know if if we're believers if we know the lord then we know the answer right and 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 we we struggle ourselves but you know i guess the hope is that yeah you may have a couple days where you cry but you know where your strength comes from and you know what the answer is and guess what there's a lot of people out there that don't they don't know. And so it's our job to be able to speak into that situation and just be present in people's lives and try to speak life and try to to make a difference. And so that's my take on it. I mean, that's what I think the world needs. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, everybody's calling is different. I mean, if you're called to, to do something um, different, then you do it and do it the best that you can because that's what your calling is. But just for all of us, I feel like, you know, the believers we need to come together and we need to love the people that's what i think and i've just you know that this really been a shift i guess this week for me just in in the way that i'm looking at what i'm working on what i'm doing what i'm saying just where i am in the community um i want to be that light you know i want to do that so i hope that that this has meant something to you today um and it's really it's really cool for me to be able to share these kind of things, um, you know, I, again, I'm, I'm a communicator. I, I don't have a problem talking to anybody anytime. Um, but it's really cool to be able to just talk about what the Lord is showing me and what, what's happening in my life. It's really exciting. So leave me a comment. We already talked about this. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you think about all this, what God's doing in your life. What do you think your calling is? We've all got one. We've all got one. So I'm going to leave that with you guys. And I'm hoping that you are having a great uh, Friday and the kickoff to a wonderful weekend. And I will talk again with you soon. Have a good one.